You're listening to Do That Well with your hosts, Brenda Brown and Karen Thrall, a podcast about real experiences and how to turn them into life lessons. Unscripted, honest, funny, genuine, and passionate. A series of conversations where we explore every aspect of human interaction and provoke each other to do life well. And a bit of a lighthearted topic for you all today on Do That Well, we're going to talk about forest bathing. You're probably all wondering what that is, and you're about to find out. (laughs) It's the best. It is the best. So this is something that came to mind for us because Karen and I both experience a lot of calm and and peace when we're outdoors. I know we Mm -hmm. both have our own very different connection to the outdoors, but this is something that we share. Yes, and we, do. we came across this concept. Well, I, I should say, Karen, you came across this concept of forest bathing, and I read it and immediately was like, "Yes, yeah, I know." This, this and <laughs> and I didn't. It took it to a whole other level. Like what I love about it, which we'll explain. I I identified with it. I went, oh, yeah, but it took me to a whole other level. I'm like, oh, good idea. Oh, that's a good one, too. Oh, I'm going to do that. So I had all these things I can add to what I naturally was already doing. And I think a lot of our listeners are going to really relate as well. So that's what we want to encourage you is this forest bathing to a whole other level. (laughs) A whole new level. A whole new level. The outdoors. Yes. Uh, So we'll introduce what forest bathing is. We'll talk just for a moment about where it came from. And then we'll talk about how you actually do it and why you want to do it. Disclaimer, not disclaimer, spoiler alert. The reason you want forest bathing in your life is because it really helps with your happiness. It decreases your stress and it's going to up your creativity. (laughs) Yes. So good. So let's jump right in. Forest bathing. What is it? Well, Forest bathing is Shinrin Yoku. I'm sorry if I'm not saying that right. I think I'm close. And it is a Japanese word which actually literally translates to forest bath. And the term Shinrin Yoku was coined by the Japanese Ministry of Agriculture, Forestry, and Fisheries in 1982. So it's a fairly newer concept in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And it can be defined as making contact with and taking in the atmosphere of the forest. Mm-hmm. This is literally what forest bathing is. So good. <laughs> oh, it is so good. So in a nutshell, that's what forest bathing is. But if we expand upon it, forest bathing is this idea that you would go away from a city setting into a forest setting and you literally just take in nature you Mm -hmm. slow everything down and you heighten your senses and Mm -hmm. you take in nature Mm -hmm. it's lovely just Mm -hmm. just saying what it is why why wouldn't you want to forest bathe Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay coming in hot with a fun fact because you know all i like i like a fun fact Something that I came across is by the year 2050, it's projected that 66% of the world's population will live in cities. Uh, That was according to a a study that was sponsored by the Environmental Protection Agency. And currently the average American, or excuse me, they also predict that by 2050, the average American will spend 93% of his or her time indoors. Wow. So just in our wow. lifestyles, you mm. can see how there's starting to be in the modern 
day grind of society, this disconnect, we're starting to become disconnected from greenery and from nature. And we're spending a lot more times indoors. And we'll go into in just a moment, how you nature bathe and what the benefits are. But it will really outline why this statistic is so mind-boggling. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just think, like, you can actually forecast it as a non-expert, non, you know, I don't do all the research, but it makes sense. Our, our society and our culture is technology. We spend more time, like back in the day, on a train to work, people had the newspaper or magazine, and now everybody has their head down looking at a phone. And we're just, we can't forget that we need to be out there in nature with the dirt and the trees and the sounds and the creation. And we can't forget that. And I, what I want, like, I think a call to action for me is how much more time can you give yourself to be outdoors? Because most of the people listening are all in agreement. We all love the outdoors. Very few listeners are saying, no, I hate the outdoors. It's, it's going to be a common universal agreement. My question is, is how much more time can you give yourself to be out there? Because like you were saying, Brenda, it lowers your stress. It creates happiness and it creates creativity. Mm -hmm. So that those are benefits. Those are significant benefits. Definitely. And where I would like us to start moving this conversation into, well, how do we do forest bathing? So when you first brought this concept to me, Karen, I I, I just kind of skimmed over it and I thought to myself, well, yeah, of course. I love going outdoors. I love going on walks. I love going on runs. I love going on hikes. I love, you know, just getting out there and being active. I love rock climbing. I'm like, yes, the benefits of the outdoors are just significant and exponential and yes, yes, yes. But then I sat down and I took a moment and I really started reading about forest bathing. And what I think is so interesting about forest bathing in this concept is that you really need to slow down. Oh, so good. Yes. So me going on a hike, that is still beneficial (laughs) for different reasons. Yes, yes. But I'm, but I'm not forest bathing by going yes. on a hike. I'm going too no. fast. I'm not no, exactly I'm focusing on the exercise. I'm not focusing just on my surroundings. Mm-hmm. So this piece of slowing down is simple as it may seem. I think for me to wrap my brain around that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a huge distinction to me. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, that ever since I read the article, I now. Um, I, well, one thing you said when we were prepping and I, I do agree with you is it's not that we create new paths in the forest because we still want to preserve the natural habitation of a forest life. So you do still want to stay on the paths that were created because if you, you might disrupt, you know, just the whole system. Um, but what I've noticed I do ever since I read it now is I'm more thankful and I touch everything just gently. I caress, I gently touch. And I just, I'm enjoying the feel and the touch. I'm also looking around to see what I see. I'm looking at colors differently. I'm looking at something unique. I'm trying to find things unique. I'm looking, I'm listening for sounds of critters or sounds of animals. I'm, I, okay, this morning I looked down to see, and I, to see if I could see deer prints. 
and I, and I actually found deer prints and I took a photo of it. Like I, 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 this is what I'm saying. Like this, this forest bathing me, it took it to a whole other level and it's so much fun. So I've been doing all that, but the slow thing, the slow thing is, oh, I'm so with you, Brenda. You actually aren't going for a walk. That's not the point. You're going to be in a forest and sometimes you're walking and sometimes you're standing and sometimes you're sitting and sometimes you're touching and sometimes like you're just being in a forest and it's, Oh, it's just the best. It's the best. I'm in that. You're bathing. Yes. Yes. I love the word. I think it's like forest bathing. It's just, Oh, the visual is fantastic. Yes. And so that is, it is such an important part of this, of what, forest bathing is. And Mm. something I came across was uh, a quote, walking slowly will help you keep your senses open to notice things and smell Mm -hmm. the forest air. Yes. Yes. Again, one of those things, it's so simple. It's so simple to hear, yet it's so poignant. Mm -hmm. And it makes me want to. And especially in the season I'm in right now, the message, it's so funny to bring up the slow down thing because the message, I, I'm having major things like, oh, it's like they're all pointing back to one key um, rooted. And my another theme is slow down, Karen, slow down. Um, and going into the forest it, and making that choice is, it, it immediately brings peace and calm. Just, okay, you're going to slow down and enjoy this forest. I, I'm instantly calm. It's worth it. I do want to say on a side note for, and you brought this up actually is uh, maybe we could just touch on a bit for the city dwellers. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm in British Columbia and it's like there's forest everywhere. And in the city of Vancouver, there's Stanley park, like there's green everywhere and you can take subways and buses and it's very accessible, but the city's known for that. That's not the case. And you brought this up. And so I looked into it. And for those of you who don't have access to a forest, you do have access to a park and you do have access to to trees. And so, and yes, there's all these other sounds that may not be with nature per se, but you can stop and slow down in a city, in a, in a, in a, in a park area and you, you walk slow and you do all the practices of forest bathing. So it's not that, well, I can't because I'm in a city. You can. It's just that you might be more limited mm-hmm. on, on locations, but it still works. And so I want I, this is inclusive. This is not just for people that have access to forest. This is an inclusive conversation. And it is. And thank you, Karen, for bringing that up. Uh, you know, I think... If you listen to the podcast or if you know me personally, you probably know that I have a, just a touch of social activist in me. And, and so great. I love it. So, you know, I definitely think that we can't approach a conversation without like this without acknowledging mm-hmm. just momentarily mm-hmm. that there there are oftentimes access issues for people. And we want to remind you that there there are likely ways that you can still practice this, uh, mm-hmm. even if the access mm-hmm. is a little bit mm-hmm. more difficult for you. Mm-hmm. So. And can I, yes, thank you. And I love that about you, by the way. It's one of my favorite qualities in our friendship <laughs> is, is how much you care and how much you have eyes to see people around you. Like you really, you, you allow yourself to see the world fully. And so it's one of your superpowers. Um, I wanted to say, um, think about how often we've told take a bath and light candles and play music. 
And it is, it, it works. I'm going to light candles. I'm going to dim the lights. I'm going to put on beautiful music. I'm going to put bubble bath. And I'm just going to soak. Now imagine having that same commitment in a forest. The music's already there. The dimming of the lighting is already there because the sun shines through the trees and casts these beautiful shadows and, and glows. So the dimming of the light is there. And the breathing in the aromas is there. It's just like taking a bath. Everything is already there for you to experience. And, and also your mind will start to wander. You're going to start thinking about things you didn't even think you wanted to think about. And it's just things just come. You just because you're relaxed and you're in a really free spirited state. It's really beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Something cool that I want to share with all of you really quickly is actually, as you were describing that, Karen, I'm such a visual person. So as you were describing that, I was immediately like conjuring up the images of being in a bath or being in the forest in my mind. And I just felt my body, like I felt myself take a big breath mm. and I felt myself calm for a second. Just even imagining being yes, in this like, forest setting and imagining the sounds. And so it's, something here and now there really is a few other important aspects of forest bathing uh you need to leave your electronics behind it needs to just be you and the forest you have to engage your senses we've already been talking about this but i really want to hammer it home it, you have to make a choice to really try to engage your senses pay attention to what am i smelling what am i hearing what am i feeling with my hands like touch the trees touch the earth engage your senses and mm. then again just walk slowly and stop mm. often yeah, that's yes <laughs> and, and I, I full confession because um i'm a work in progress i still bring my electronics and then i turn them off for a period of time and then i turn them back on because i do my phone calls so i'm not a hundred percent where i do a hundred percent of no no phone um, but after this conversation as doing research, how much more no phone can I, like I'm weaning myself off the phone because I also like listening to audiobooks and I like listening to music and I like, there's a lot I really enjoy, but there's a period where I stop and that's, there's no phone. And in that moment, uh, you know, and so for my challenge, my person's challenge is add more minutes, add more minutes of no phone. And or I, 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 my goal is to eventually leave the phone at home. So I'm, I'm in a, I'm a work in progress, but it's the best. And I'm going, oh, I'm loving it. And so like more and more, I want to extend myself more into slow walking, do the forest bathing, and then resurface into the real world again, you know. But I, I'm definitely a work in progress, but I'm, a, I'm a definitely a fan and a believer. <laughs> so. Well, and I think... You know, leaving the electronics behind, I think that's one of the hardest things for many of us in mm. our current day society. Uh, I'm an advocate of having your phone at least with you because safety. Mm -hmm. um, but I do, I'll put it on silent or I'll put it in my backpack or a place mm. that I can't really immediately get to it. Yeah. So that I'm I'm not distracted by it. Perhaps we should do an episode at some point in the future oh, about how to. Uh, wow! Yes. How to change your relationship with your phone? <laughs> that would that. Let's do it. Okay, pin it. Keep going. We'll <laughs> We're gonna we'll pin it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So we have talked about what Shinrin Yoku, what forest bathing is, and we talked about how you can do it. Uh, actually, before we move on, one more thing about on the how, on how to do Shinrin Yoku. Uh, there's this idea of do you need a guide or not? Uh, that was something that I saw coming up in a few different things that I was reading, this idea of should it be guided or should it be an individual experience? And I think the answer is that you, that's a personal preference. So I just wanted to throw that out there as well, that, you know, as we're doing this practice of forest bathing, it is all about this mindfulness. It's about engaging your senses, it's about becoming more aware of your surroundings. And I think with that as well, you want to become more aware of like what your preferences are. So is this something that I want to experience with myself? Is this something I want to experience with others? Mm -hmm. Um, Do I want it to be someone that's just guiding me so that I'm making sure that I'm not getting lost, but we're not actually going to communicate? There's so many different ways that you could approach mm-hmm. this uh and going in ahead people. of time like going ahead of time saying hey do you want to do this forest bathing with me here's what I want to do so this is what if you're okay with this this is what I'm going to be doing and like set it up beforehand so you're not you know the both both parties know or the group knows how they're each one's going to do what they're going to do so, yeah because yeah. there's it is probably a good idea depending like if to be in pairs or to be with other people is probably a good idea, you know, so that you're safe. And I mean, I know up here in Canada, there's bears and <laughs> there's, you know, there's a lot going on. So and when you get out into that forest, yeah. depending on whether or not you're, you know, in the city in a park or if you're in a real forest and then depending yeah. on what part of the world you're in, like, yeah. it can be dangerous. Yeah. So we, not to scare any of you away. Don't let that stop. Forest, you. Yeah, forest bathing with responsibility. <laughs> exactly. So for the last part of our episode here, we're just going to focus on the benefits. So we mm-hmm. talked about it, it. We touched on it just briefly. Creativity, happiness, less stress. Yes. But let's let's dig in a little deeper here mm-hmm. as to the benefits of forest bathing. Yes. Oh. If I will. Okay, go for it. I'll continue. Uh, I will give you all another little fun fact because I love these personally. So I came across a couple case studies uh, about forest bathing, and I'll share the results of one of them with you all right now. So there was a study that was done. It had 498 participants, and they found that the stress levels were shown to be related to the magnitude of the Shinrin-yoku effect i.e. the higher the stress level, the greater the effect the forest bathing would have. So good. So the instant results. Right. And that was a study with just shy of 500 people. Obviously, that's it could be considered a large study or a small study, depending on which way you Mm -hmm. want to look at it. But Mm -hmm. I think that's a pretty big win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. I am a, a bit of a segue. Um, I have a memory. I was with my one of my really good friends. Her name is Laura, and we were at Joshua Tree, and we watched this man walking. And it's not a forest, but all the trees. It's it's a beautiful. I mean, the, the energy in that place is amazing. And he was doing this. Like I, I didn't know it then, but after reading this article, oh, that's what he was doing. And he would stop and walk, and he was touching and then but he wasn't doing anything like he stayed in the same kind of circular place he didn't really go off track that much and then he met up with us and it turned out he was an astrophysicist and he studies the stars and of course those of you who know joshua tree 
you want to see stars, you go to Joshua Tree. And I thought, what is he doing? And I went, he's an astrophysicist in a place where he probably is where he does some of his work. And I went, he's can, he was doing this bathing. I, I was like, this is so cool. And I remember being really inspired by him. And, and we said to him, are you meditating? And he went, yeah. Like he was, yeah. Like basically, if that's the word you want to use, sure. You know, like it was kind of like that. So when you said it lowers your stress, even watching this gentleman who we find out later, it's like it made it even more impacting. Um, doing what he was doing, I, I was inspired by it because it reminded me to slow down. And went to think that there's that instant, you get instant results with stress. Like we're all going to run out to the forest. <laughs> Why not? Like if, if an hour in the forest or 20 minutes in the forest is going to lower your stress, that's a good idea. That's a healthy idea. And you're, you're doing a lot of self-care and self-love. Mm-hmm. It's, I know in a, another recent episode that we did, I had this, this question for the audience, which is just like, why not? And that's kind of how I feel about forest yeah. building as well. I, why wouldn't you want to do this? Mm-hmm. There are no mm-hmm. negative no. side effects to this, maybe other than getting some bug bites or, if you're in Canada, perhaps having a bear scare, uh, <laughs> but otherwise there's only positive, positive benefits. Mm. So in addition to the stress, there's also been, there's been lots of studies, but mm. just to name a few things that forest bathing could provide you, it will decrease your stress. It's improved mood states. There's a variety mm. of different mental health benefits, improved yes. vigor. So more energy, mm. reduced mm-hmm. fatigue, feelings mm-hmm. of awe. Um, yes, you know, there, there's many ways in which just, just slowing down, lowering, you know, your, your heart rate, lowering your plush pressure, all of those things are going to then bring these other mm-hmm. benefits to you. Mm-hmm. Another field experiment, if I, if I can, yes. one more, and I promise I'll be done with the fun fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> field experiment in Japan that they did uh, across 24 different forests because you'll remember that forest bathing Shinrin-yoku is yeah, original in Japan. Mm-hmm. and the results from this study showed that forest environments actually promote lower concentrations of cortisol lowers your pulse rate lowers your blood pressure a greater sympathetic nerve activity lower sympathetic nerve activity than city environments so uh, essentially, these results contribute to the de- then contributed to the development of further field research. So now they're doing lots of research in Japan to actually find a way that they can make the forest turn into a medicine, like a strategy mm. for preventative medicine. So forest mm. bathing is actually being starting to be recognized by the medical community as a form of medicine because it does all these things, lower mm. blood pressure. Blood and I love what you said, it's preventative care. Like you are, you're doing self-care and right. which is, is uh, m- diminishing potential problems that you could have. So good. Really, really, really interesting. Um, on the note of creativity, that is one that I can really relate to uh, in the forest is I, the ideas that come to me, um, it's like constantly because I clear my head and I don't even know it's, it's very innocent. I'm not, I'm not thinking, Oh, I'm going to the forest so I can be creative. It's not like that. I, I'm not thinking, Oh, I hope I get creative. It just naturally happens. And I, I dream 
like I, I have more space to like imagine and think and create and wonder and uh, come up with ideas. And, and it's that which is really life giving because it takes you out of where you are right now and just opens yourself up to more, you know, and to bigger space to think. I also find I solve a lot of um, if it's for me personally, if it's emotional, I solve I can I can understand the emotion more, and I I, I create language, or um, I I find I come up with ideas that can solve maybe the the people I coach. Like mm. I'm like, oh, I need to talk to them. Like I get these. It's not just for me. I find the creativity is it also benefits other people. So that's the benefit that I get is I really it really opens and clears up my mind to have better bigger thoughts, and so that's an, to me that's incredibly inspiring. And I agree. I think that is a really big benefit and one that's a little bit uh, more difficult to, to to hold, I guess. Like it's not as solid of a point. No, like it's not right. lowering your blood pressure. Right. But, right. Right. but it's more of an abstract concept or an abstract yeah. benefit, I suppose, that yeah. you get from forest bathing. But it it is such a real thing. There's just something about that mental clarity and I think as well as just the stimulus of everything around you that is really a nice recipe mm. for great creative mm. thinking. Mm-hmm. I will say as we close up here, I can personally testify that there is just something about being able to be in the forest and being around trees specifically. If you can be around trees that for me, like, I really do feel those mental health benefits mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, these lowered stress levels and things like that. And I didn't even realize this was something that I was so heavily affected by until I moved to California because I had the pleasure of growing up in the Pacific Northwest. I grew up in a small town that, I mean, when I was a kid, right behind me in our backyard, I could hear like coyotes at nighttime. So it was this very forested area just to paint mm-hmm. you a picture. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, so I grew up with that. I grew up being immersed in the forest and I grew up with the trees and the mountains and all of those things. And it wasn't until I moved to California where I no longer had direct access. So I do have those parks and things like that, but I need to go a little bit further to be out in the forest. And it, it totally affected me because when I then went back to visit Washington at one point and found myself in the trees, it was like a weight was taken off my shoulders. I had this, like, <sighs> this calming moment. So mm-hmm. just so a little good. storytelling for all of you. Like mm-hmm. my, my firsthand experience with forest bathing and mm-hmm. I can, I can testify that this is so real. Yeah. It's such a real thing. And, you know, it, with that, when you were saying earlier that it, it increases happiness, happiness is a feeling. Um, there's the emotion of joy and happiness is a feeling. And sometimes we need a happiness boost. Sometimes we can get so in the muck and so caught in our thoughts or so low energy or so deeply impacted by our environment or things or whatever. And we, and it also silences the self-critic. Mm-hmm. So it just, it just upping the feeling of happiness and bringing that back home with you is, and I know it's just a feeling, feelings are fleeting. However, reminding yourself, wow, this, this feeling of happiness, 
I, I'm enjoying this right now. This is really special. When you slow down, when you slow down the forest, because you may not get that if you go for a hike. You may not get that if you go for a run or a cycle or, you know, but you will get that when you, when you stand and walk uh, peacefully and quietly and tranquility with the sounds and all that forest. There is this thing that happens where, the gift back to you <laughs> is this dose of happiness, which is really, and maybe that sounds too woo-woo, whatever, but it, it really is very special. I agree. And I, I don't think it's too woo-woo. I think we're here for today in this conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that really has brought us to the end of our episode today. I think for us, we just really are excited about this idea of Shinrin Yoku of Forest Bean yes. and we wanted to share it all with you and inspire you all to to try it for yourselves to see what mm -hmm. happens when rather than having an agenda rather than like going on a run or going a hike mm -hmm. what happens when you go into the forest or the park or any sort of nature setting and you just slow down and engage your senses and turn off your phone and take it in and see how it affects you because yeah, we both so good. Feel, I feel very confidently that it's going to make you feel great. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know for me, my call to action for myself is more phone off. Like, all right, more, keep your phone off for longer. I'm going to add longer periods of time. So that's my call to action for me. So I guess we'll see everybody out in the forest. <laughs> yeah, we'll see them out in the forest. You can all hashtag opt outside. <laughs> That's REI. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you all for joining and we'll okay. be back next week on Do That Well.